Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. and other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklovic. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Grain Markets and Other Stuff. Thank you for joining me. Uh, if you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, really, really appreciate it. I cannot believe how many people listen to this thing. Make sure you leave me a review if you have not already. Really appreciate any sort of feedback that you might have. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, the YouTube channel is growing very, very quickly, and you can help it to grow by uh, subscribing to the channel, uh, hitting the like button on these videos if you like this sort of content. Uh, that would really, really help me out to spread this stuff around. Really appreciate it. If you need some additional assistance from me, uh, as always, guys, you can go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website and click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. I offer a subscription service for 49 bucks a month. It's really geared toward farmers and uh, people marketing grain. It includes my morning email, which goes out every business day at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. That includes... Pretty much every breaking uh, overnight type headline that you need to be aware of, a whole bunch of interesting charts, graphics, that sort of stuff. Um, all of my grain marketing recommendations, cash sales, uh, capture and carry options, all that sort of stuff. There are now subscriber only videos and content that I've been doing a few times a week that have been very, very popular. So if you're interested to know exactly what I'm doing in regard to grain marketing, corn, soybeans, and wheat, certainly check this deal out. Uh, it's a monthly subscription billed to your credit card through PayPal. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. I figured it would be uh, interesting to do a study regarding forward uh, corn sales. And specifically, and, and I'm going to lay out kind of the context and the rules I'm going to use for uh, making my judgments here. If you were to forward contract new crop corn on May 1st, how has that looked historically uh, since the year 2000? That's going to be my parameter here. If you made a December corn sale, um, say using an HTA or some sort of, of cash sale, I suppose, on May 1st, how does that look when the December contract goes off the board at expiration? And I kind of played with how I might uh, uh, do this statistically. There's a lot of different ways to do it. But uh, given here that we're, we're approaching the end of April, I figured it would be interesting to go back, look at all these charts, and very quickly um, tell you how often it's been a good strategy to forward contract new crop corn on May 1st um, uh, versus the December contract expiration, and uh, when it has not been a good decision. And there are some other uh, nuances here that I'll explain, but I'm going to keep this very simple. Now, I'm going to put a chart of all these years on my screen, and there's going to be a black line on the chart. The black line is the close of the December corn contract on May 1st. And you'll be able to see um, versus that black line, are we above it or below it when the December contract expires? And that's going to be um, that's going to be my indicator. Uh, if if the contract, if December corn is below that black line at contract expiration, I'm going to say yes, it would have been a good move to forward contract on May 1st in that year. And if it we are above that black line at contract expiration, I'm going to say no, forward contracting on May 1st would not have been a good uh, situation in this year. And I've got uh, 21 years worth of charts here. I'm not going to get into a ton of details, but I'm going to show you all of them and I'm going to run through them as quickly as I can. 
this is December 2000 corn, December uh, of the year 2000. And my black line here, you can see we finished well below it in the year 2000. So I'm going to write in that year, yes, it was a good year to uh, forward contract new crop corn on December 1st in the year 2000. We were somewhere up here in the what three or I'm sorry, two sixties or so. And, and we were down well below two and a quarter at contract expiration that year. So that's going to be in my yes column. Yes, it was a good idea to forward contract, uh, new crop corn on May 1st in 2000, 2001. Also a yes. You can see my black line here is up in the what two twenties or something like that. I don't have the exact numbers on the charts, but you can see that we were well below that at expiration. And, and that would be the, the lower right hand or the, the far right hand part of this chart is contract expiration. So we're below it in the year 2001 as well. So yes, in this year, um, forward contracting on May 1st in new crop corn would have been a good idea on, on May 1st. Uh, 2002, not so much. Uh, we were awfully cheap in 2002 on May 1st, and uh, we had a pretty significant summer rally that year. Um, and at contract expiration, we had leaked quite a bit lower from the summer rally, but we're still above the May 1st price. So I'm going to say no. Uh, forward contracting December corn in 2002 on May 1st, not a good idea. 2003. Same thing here. Um, these were some slightly better prices. Uh, we were in what, in the 230s or so on May 1st. We ended up um, closer to uh, two and a half, I think, at expiration. So again, 2003 would be a no. It was not a good idea to forward contract uh, new crop corn in 2003. Now, keep in mind, guys, there's a lot of price fluctuations that take place between May 1st and contract expiration. So uh, the only metric that I'm using here is May 1st versus the expiration price. There's a hundred different ways you could do this. This is the one way that I'm doing it for the, the purpose of this video. And guys, none of this, this is not any sort of trade recommendation. I'm not advising that you do anything. I'm, I'm simply looking at statistics here. Let's go to 2004. Uh, you can see our black line here way above where we finally went off the board in 2004. So in 2004, yes, forward contracting on May 1st uh, did look good. 2005, um, we had a summer rally, but we were still well below our May 1st price at contract expiration in 2005. So yes, at the end of the day, by harvest, um, forward contracting on May 1st in 2005 looked good. So that's in my yes column. Uh, 2006, we had kind of a contra-seasonal rally, rallied into October. So no, in 2006, forward contracting new crop corn on May 1st, not a good deal. 2007, um, a lot of price fluctuations here, but we rallied into contract expiration. So uh, no, in 2007, forward contracting on May 1st versus that expiration price uh, did not end up looking good. 2008, uh, we were at some very high price levels here. But if you would have forward contracted uh, new crop corn versus this December contract in 2008, it would have looked like a good decision at contract expiration. We went from uh, well above $6 on May 1st to uh, well below $4 by contract expiration. Big move lower, lots of volatility in 2008. So I'm going to put 2008 in my yes column. Yes, it, it would have been a good decision to forward contract new crop corn on May 1st. 2009, also a yes good decision here. Um, we uh, got significantly uh, cheaper during the summer and then actually had kind of a 
I guess you could call it a harvest rally or a post-harvest rally, but we still ended up at contract expiration in 2009 um, below the May 1st price in this December corn contract. 2010 uh, was a contra-seasonal rally type year, so the forward contracting on May 1st would have been a bad decision in 2010. 2011, we're below the May 1st price at expiration. Yes, forward contracting would have been a good decision by uh, my metric here. Again, forward contracting on May 1st versus the expiration price on December futures. 2012, obviously not. We had a huge drought in 2012 of historic proportions. Um, the harvest price and, and the contract expiration price was well above the May 1st price in 2012. So no forward contracting on May 1st in 2012, not a great idea. 2013, it would have looked good. Uh, we had some high prices to start the year and we just kind of leaked lower pretty much the entire calendar year. So that goes in my yes column. Yes, a May 1st sale for new crop corn would have looked good. 2014, a May 1st sale would have looked pretty good. 2015, uh, it's it's really close to a scratch, like within a couple of cents, but uh, we were two cents higher, I believe, in 2015 at expiration versus the May 1st. So I've got to say, just by my metrics here, no, uh, you forward contracting was not a, a good decision on May 1st. Um, in 2015. To go to 2016 here, uh, yes, we're below the black line. We had a summer weather rally, but we still ended up well below the May 1st price at contract expiration. So 2016 goes in my yes column. Yes, a May 1st um, uh, forward contract in, in December corn would have looked good at expiration in 2016. 2017, same deal here. We were below the black line. Uh, we moved lower into harvest that year. A May 1st uh, forward sale would have ended up looking good. 2018, we're below the black line. Yes, a May 1st uh, sale would have looked good uh, at contract expiration in 2018. Uh, 2019, yes, but not by much. Um, your, your best opportunity there was in the summer, as, as it sometimes is, um, especially in recent years. But uh, that's got to go in my yes column as well for 2019. And 2020, this is fresh in a lot of your memories. No, forward contracting was a terrible idea uh, in 2020. In hindsight, of course, we were well above the uh, the May 1st price at contract expiration in 2020. So after looking at those 21 years of charts, I've got 13 years out of the 21 in which uh, pricing on May 1st would have looked good relative to the contract expiration price. And I have eight years in which forward pricing would have looked bad relative to the contract expiration price. So it's actually not as skewed as I would have thought. Um, now, if I were to have done a study and said, what if you made a July 1st sale? Uh, it might look a lot different. Or what if you made a June 1st sale? It might look a lot different. So I, I may do, a, if you guys like this video and you like this this sort of uh, analysis, and I did this, like I was thinking about how I should do it. And this is the simplest way I thought possible given where we're at in the calendar year and uh, what, what's going on right now. I, I thought this was an interesting kind of exercise. And if you guys like this deal, let me know. And I'll do another one when we roll around to like July 1st. July 1st or somewhere in that time frame. And I'll, and I'll do the exact same thing. I'll say, Hey, um, you know, if you would have sold corn on July 1st, um, how would it look relative to contract expiration? And keep in mind that, you know, for a lot of you guys that have storage, like that, that, contract expiration price or even the fall price is not necessarily the end of the world. So you could also do a totally different study 
say, you know, like the spring price versus maybe spring the following year when you could still very well have physical ownership of, of that year's crop. So there, this is statistics, guys. And with statistics, you can uh, very often kind of move the numbers around to, to make them look the way that you want. There's a million ways you can manipulate the numbers. But uh, I, I think I made it pretty clear what my what my metric was here. It was if you would have basically made a, a forward sale on December for, or on May 1st, rather, uh, would that have looked smart or not smart uh, come contract expiration uh, in that December corn contract? And we had 13 years in which it would have looked good. We had eight years out of those 21 in which it would have looked bad. Um, that's kind of the, the very, very simple breakdown here. So kind of interesting stuff. It, it, I thought it was going to be skewed more toward forward marketing on May 1st personally before I did this. And and it was not skewed quite as heavily as I uh, had thought. If you guys have any questions about this, uh, let me know. Drop a comment in the YouTube uh uh, video, you can shoot me an email to info at standardgrain.com. Remember, check out my website if you need some additional info from me. Everybody have a great day. Catch you a little bit later.